Welcome back to yet another episode of our Maryland's Politics and Policy podcast. I'm your host, Brittany. We are joined today by Vincent DeMarco, perhaps better known as Vinny, who's a household name for Marylanders concerned with healthcare policy. As president of the Maryland Healthcare Initiative, Vinny is working to provide quality, affordable, and accessible healthcare for everyone in our state. Vinny's work with the Healthcare Initiative has led to a number of tangible victories for healthcare access in our state, including a first of its kind law aimed at curbing price gouging practices on generic pharmaceutical drugs. In addition to his work on healthcare issues, Vinny has taught at the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health and works with a number of organizations across Maryland to address issues such as gun violence and clean energy. We're glad to have him working on these important issues and to have him join us here today. Thank you so much, Vinny, for joining us on the podcast. My pleasure. Um, And just to get us started here, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your backstory and what it is that you do? Well, I'm the president of the Maryland Citizens Health Initiative, and we're Maryland's primary public health, consumer health, and uh, healthcare advocacy group in Maryland. And we've been around since 1999. Our goal is quality, affordable healthcare for all Marylanders. And we've made a lot of progress and we've got a lot more to do, but we're very excited about what we've accomplished in Maryland so far. Oh, fantastic. And so tell us a little bit about what you guys have accomplished in the last year or so. Well, this year was very exciting because the legislature passed two pieces of legislation that we requested. One, creating a Maryland Health Insurance Coverage Commission, which I serve on, which is going to protect Maryland from whatever Donald Trump and Congress may do to undermine the Affordable Care Act. So we're going to be hopefully protected here in Maryland. And the second is the first in the country law to ban prescription drug price gouging by manufacturers of generic and off-patent drugs. Attorney General Brian Frosch now has the authority to go after them. So as of October 1, for the first time in our history, someone can do something about outrageous prescription drug price hikes. Yeah, and like you said, that price gouging piece of legislation is absolutely groundbreaking in the nation. Um, And I understand that Governor Hogan actually allowed the bill to become law without his signature on it. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what that means? Yeah, uh, we had hoped that Governor Hogan would have signed it, decided not to sign it. Luckily, he didn't veto it, so it took effect. But he wrote a letter which gave ammunition to the other side, to the drug corporations, which they've used in court. So they filed... a a case to throw the the law out. Luckily, so far, the attorney general's winning in court, but they quote constantly the governor's letter as to why the law is bad. That's really not right. He should not have done that. But we believe in the end, Attorney General Frosch will uh, will prevail. But we're working with the attorney general to help them implement the law. And what we're doing is we've created a website, healthcareforall.com slash hear my story healthcareforall.com slash hear my story, where people who've been victimized by prescription drug price hikes can go on that website and tell their stories in English and in Spanish so we'll know if someone's been victimized in a way that's potentially a lawsuit by the Attorney General, we'll pass that on, or if it can help us build a case for more legislation to protect citizens from prescription drug price hikes. Absolutely. And um, I mean, as you said, the governor has given a lot of ammunition to these groups who are kind of fighting these measures. Um, And our Maryland actually filed a personal information request um, to kind of see what the governor was communicating with these groups about and what was in there. And our Maryland was told that it would cost several hours and several thousands of dollars worth of um, attorney resources. And so basically our question is just kind of what do you think is in there that they're creating such obstacles um, in order to access? Well, it's unfortunate that they didn't just give over the documents. And, uh, you know, 
We'd like to see them too. We're glad you asked. And I know the letter said there are 8,300 documents related to prescription drug price gouging. What are they about? Right. Are they communications with the drug companies about what should be in the governor's letter? Everybody should know that. So they should just release those documents. Absolutely. Um, and so obviously you've done really important and as you said, groundbreaking work this past session. So what exactly will the coalition be focused on for the upcoming legislative session? That's a good question. Two things. One is protecting the Affordable Care Act. As a member of the Health Insurance Coverage Protection Commission, we're working under the leadership of two wonderful legislators, Senator Brian Feldman from Montgomery County, Delegate Jocelyn Pena Melnick from Prince George's County. We're working to create a way to protect Maryland from whatever Trump and Congress do to undermine the Affordable Care Act. So that'll be a priority. In addition, we want to build on the success of the price gouging uh, law on prescription drugs. Governor Hogan, in that letter, that he wrote, in addition to giving ammunition to the drug corporations, said that the price gouging law was uh, insufficient, that it all, we also need to do something about brand name drugs. And we agree with the governor, and we've got a proposal to do that. We are announcing a proposal that would allow a new drug cost commission to be created that would make sure expensive prescription drugs, brand name drugs are affordable to Marylanders. Right now, the drug that can heal, cure hepatitis C, a horrible disease, is so expensive that only 20% of Marylanders can get it. We need everybody to be able to get it, and that's why this drug cost commission is so important. And we hope the governor will do what he says in his letter and support this. Uh, in his letter, he said we need to do some of our brand name drugs. We hope that he'll do what that letter suggests and support this legislation. Well, we're certainly hoping, hoping that Governor Hogan keeps his word as well. It is an incredibly important measure yes. um, and something that we just simply don't have for Marylanders right now. Right. Um, so obviously that's what you've got um, going on with the, the coalition in terms of policy um, priorities, but you also mentioned, mentioned the commission and the work that you're doing um, to keep healthcare um, just accessible for all Marylanders in terms of what's going on in the federal climate. So right. are there going to be any um, particular um, agenda priorities there, things that you're going to be focusing on? Well, under the leadership of Senator Feldman and Delegate Jocelyn Pena Melnick, we're going to look very carefully at what a state can do. And there are limits on what a state can do. Um, a lot of what needs to be done requires huge amounts of money, which only the federal government could provide. But I think there are policies that we could pursue in Maryland which would help protect uh, the Affordable Care Act, and we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about those. We're also hearing from Marylanders at these commission meetings who tell us how effectively the Affordable Care Act has protected them. And one thing we heard from um, the Maryland Center on Economic uh, Policy is that one. Thing that people don't know much about is that the Affordable Care Act helped all of us because by reducing uncompensated hospital care, people going to the hospital without health care coverage, it reduces what we can call a hidden health care tax. And our premiums have not gone up as high because people didn't have, didn't have to go to the emergency room without uh, health care coverage. So the Affordable Care Act has been a big success. We're going to work through this commission very hard to make sure in Maryland we protect it. And right now we're in the middle of the fifth open enrollment season in, in, in the Affordable Care Act. And despite all the attacks by Trump and the Republicans in Congress, the law is still there and the law is working. And we want to thank Governor Hogan for the letters he wrote in defense of the Affordable Care Act and urging Congress not to repeal it. We asked the governor now to write to Donald Trump and tell him to delay, take his hands off the Affordable Care Act and not try to undermine it. 
Absolutely. Well, um, important work, like I said, safeguarding the Affordable Care Act for Marylanders. Um, and, and we're going to be looking forward to seeing how the, the Commission's fight shapes right. up as, uh, as, like you said, in the face of new attacks from the Trump administration. Right. Um, but kind of circling back to you um, and your, your life um, and what you kind of do, you've actually been the subject of a book, um, The DeMarco Factor. Right. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about that? Well, thank you. That's written by Michael Perchik, who was Jimmy Carter's FTC chair and an advocacy guru. And the book describes uh, ways that we've defeated the tobacco lobby, the gun lobby, and other vested interests in Maryland. And it really is, if you're really interested, people should go to our website and look at healthcareforall.com slash six steps. And you'll see a two minute video that talks about a six step process that we've developed, which really transformed the public will behind these public policies, public health policies into political power. And that's the way we've been able to defeat the pharmaceutical companies, the tobacco companies, the gun lobby, the alcohol lobby, and enact some measures to really save lives because of the tobacco taxes we've increased with this uh, technique. Maryland now is one of the lowest smoking rates in the country. We've had a 40% drop in smoking amongst kids, 30% amongst adults, double the national average, and a big drop in drunk driving deaths because of the alcohol tax. So public health policies work, and it's been my honor and privilege to work as a public health advocate on these issues for a long time. And the people of Maryland have really spoken and said they want these public health measures into law, and luckily our legislatures have, have enacted them. Absolutely. And so um, just kind of on that note, um, you've given us a lot of fantastic information and things to think about as, you know, the legislature convenes uh, next year. But anything that you just kind of want to leave for our listeners as a final note? Just that you can make a difference. And what we found over and over again is that they told us you can't feed, defeat big tobacco, you can't defeat big pharma. But the people of Maryland can and have and will continue to do so. So we look forward to working with the people of Maryland, faith community, labor, business, healthcare groups, AARP, NAACP, everyone else to make this progress continue. Absolutely. Well, fantastic. Thank you again, Benny, so much for being on the podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good. You can join us again in two weeks for another episode of our Maryland's Politics and Policy podcast. But in the meantime, you can also keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and on our website at OurMaryland.us. Mm-hmm.